the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. CO Minneapolis, fueled by Lucky Station. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. The U.S. has begun preparations to impose tariffs on the remaining $300 billion worth of Chinese imports that don't already face import taxes. Senator David Perdue of Georgia says the administration is right to crack down on China, which is a member of the World Trade Organization and should know better than to have so many unfair trade policies. Their membership in WTO should have been challenged a decade ago uh, after they came in and we saw the early violations. So we've let bad behavior stand for over a decade. And Purdue says China's softer rhetoric over the past year, uh, but he says many of its nefarious practices, as he calls them, do continue despite that softer rhetoric, including its cyber warfare efforts against the U.S. and other countries, as well as stealing U.S. technology, including the force transfer of technology and joint U.S.-China ventures. The markets responded well yesterday despite the tariff standoff. The Dow was up 114. This is SRN News. Each day on The Patriot, we dive deep into the day's big issues. Consider that training for the underwater excursion we'll embark on Saturday, June 15th. Join us for Dive In, dinner and discussion with Dr. Sebastian Gorka, a one-of-a-kind event at Minnesota Zoo's Discovery Bay. Immerse yourself in intelligent conversation about the heated 2020 presidential race, Dr. Gorka's time on staff at the White House, and much more. RSVP now at am1280thepatriot.com. The Power of Healthy Conflict Marriage event coming up next Friday. It'll help couples with some practical, passionate, in-person guidance that will help you grow together and closer even through your disagreements. It's the Power of Healthy Conflict, just $25 per couple. AM1280thepatriot.com has your ticket. The forecast for today, some sunshine early, 65 for the high, then increasing cloud showers and thunderstorms possible tonight and into Mother's Day. The Northern Alliance Radio Network with Mitch Berg is next. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing. The show that is making talk radio great again. The Northern Alliance Radio Network. My name is Mitch Berg. My blog, shotinthedark.info. My show, the headliner edition of the Northern Alliance Radio Network, going on 16 years dominating Twin Cities Weekend Radio, along with my colleagues Brad Carlson, normally heard every Sunday from 1 to 3, Although I'll be in for him tomorrow. Brad's off on assignment tomorrow. And, of course, King Banyan, uh, who does covers the economics beat on our sister station, AM 1440, the businessman on the King Banyan radio show, Saturday mornings, 9 to 11. Between us, we are the Northern Alliance Radio Network, benign despots of weekend radio here in the Twin Cities. Ergo, the best there is in this town, period. End of sentence. Beautiful day out yesterday. I, I got a chance to see a little, do something I, I, I haven't done in forever. Ever. Uh, when I first moved to the Twin Cities in the fall of 1985, I took a day off, uh, afternoon really off from job hunting, and I took the bus up to uh, up Minnehaha, up Cedar, to the West Bank, the old 7 bus, if you remember Minneapolis back then, Minneapolis buses back in the 80s. I took the old 7 bus to the West Bank of the U of M, actually just up uh, seven corners, and uh, started walking. I walked across the Washington Avenue Bridge. Kept walking until it uh, met up with University Avenue and just kept on going. This is the first time I'd ever been to St. Paul, by the way, because I was living in South Minneapolis in an apartment uh, down there at the time. And uh, my first apartment in the Twin Cities, down in 38th and Minnehaha, basically, way, way down there. And I started walking. I walked through the U of M, the University of Minnesota. First time I'd ever been there. I was fascinated by that little slice of society I got to see there for the first time. 
and just kept on going. Walked through Dinky Town, walked up uh, past the, the intersection of Washington and Uni. Just kept on going. And I just walked until I got to Fairview Avenue. And it was just sort of a, a, a deep dive into Minneapolis and St. Paul, that part of the city. And I just, I just spent an afternoon marinating my brain and what life in that part of the city was like. Really, it's the first time I'd spent time walking around a, a significant-sized city uh, in my life. I just moved down here probably three or four days earlier, if that, and decided I was just going to take a deep dive into Minneapolis and St. Paul culture, more or less. I grabbed lunch at one of those places uh, along Frat Row on on uh, on on university and just sort of sort of sort of just enjoyed the day out. It was a beautiful day in October of 1985. And that's what I did. And I've been wanting to do the same thing ever since. And yesterday was the last day at a job. I I was leaving there to move on to another position starting in about a week and left the office around 11 o'clock in the morning and decided, what the heck? Let's, uh, let's, let's, let's do something. So I've got some extra time. I didn't expect it to, have anything to do with? I figured let's give give it a shot. Let's let's take a walk. Let's take that take that same walk that I took thirty two years ago, and so I took the train this time, the the vomit comet to the West Bank uh, West Bank University. Oh, I'm sorry, vomit comet is what we call the Green Line because you're more likely to step in vomit than than floorboard on some mornings there. Uh, And that's if you're lucky, because I've stepped in much worse on Green Line trains. I'll leave that to your imagination, since it's a Salem station and not uh, late-night cable TV. Anyway, where was it? Oh, yeah, got off the Vomit Comet at the uh, West Bank station, Uh, started walking, walked across the Washington Avenue Bridge. Beautiful day yesterday. A little cloudy, a little cool, but beautiful. I should say, part of it was wanting to take this little exercise in nostalgia and repeat that route from my misspent youth. Part of it was burning off a slice of pizza that I ate, my first slice of pizza in 14 months. I uh, figured I was going to keep honest on my, uh, my my lifestyle changes here, and so I more than walked it off. But walked through the University of Minnesota and just saw... I mean, they're getting ready for graduation there. And you saw a lot of people there with a lot of families, and you saw a lot of people out on the by the student union, by Kaufman, uh, protesting, demonstrating their, their their various causes. And I thought, you know, college kids are. Uh, that's the nice thing about being a university student is no one has yet convinced you. Real life has not yet convinced you. You don't know everything in the world. And, and of course, I've grown a bit since then. I didn't engage any of them. I figured I was just looking to get home and enjoy. A nice day's walk on a beautiful day, but um, it also saw at a, at a walking pace sort of the challenges that face not only the country today, but really if this is the the coming leadership of this country, the the, the challenges we're going to be facing for another generation at this rate. And I have to wonder: is there going to be a generation that rebels against this generation when when this generation is graduating from university right now? The generation of post-millennials who have gravitated towards socialist politics, look towards safe spaces, uh, are, are very casual about the First Amendment's rights of other people to the extent that they understand it to begin with because the public schools have basically abdicated that job to, well, you and me. I wonder if there isn't going to be a generation coming up here, sort of like the the generation when I was in, in high school and college who rebelled against the hippie generation and became the first generation of youth that largely voted for, for conservative Republicans in recent memory. One has to hope. One has to hope. I, I could see some good signs this past week. And when I say good signs, I mean a, a tiny glimmer of hope in an unspeakable tragedy. There was a shooting this past week. Uh, somebody, it could have been a mass shooting. It could have been yet another one of those headline-grabbing uh, events that, that rack the nation's conscience yet again. And it wasn't. On Tuesday, uh, a couple of students, more on them later, walked into a, uh, the STEM School Highlands Ranch uh, in Colorado. It's the STEM School Highland Ranch uh, School, a science, technology, engineering, and math school in the uh, burbs of Denver. And open fire. It was two students, uh, a boy and a transgender boy, uh, of which more in a moment here. 
and again, uh, unspeakable tragedy taken by itself. Uh, the victim, one one was killed, by the way, uh, one one student as well as I believe one of the uh, the shooters was was killed in exchange with police. I believe uh, the victim. And this is the encouraging part. The victim was not a victim. The victim, well, let's go through this. Uh, The student killed 18-year-old Kendrick Castillo, uh, who was into engineering and, according to uh, CBS News, just days away from his high school graduation, was identified as the sole victim killed during the shooting at the STEM school in Highlands Ranch in Colorado. Uh, Kendrick Castillo died trying to stop one of the armed suspects from firing, allowing his classmates to escape. He was one of several students whose heroic actions prevented further carnage. When a shooter walked into the classroom, I'm quoting CBS News here, three students, including Castillo, tried to take down the gunman, CBS This Morning reported. Student Nuig Jasoli uh, told to the Today Show that Castillo's actions gave the rest of her British literature class time to get underneath their desks and then run across the room to flee to safety. Castillo was killed and eight others were wounded in the shooting. Uh, his father, John Castillo, told the Denver Post that his son was, quote, the best kid in the world, end quote. He would have graduated on May 20th. Quote, I wish he'd gone ahead, said Castillo, the elder Castillo, quote, but that's not his character. His character is about protecting people, helping people. I had a hard time accepting that. Fellow student Brendan Bialy said at a press conference Wednesday that he was in the room with Castillo and another student when they tackled the gunman. It was not a decision to go. When I saw Kendrick went up, I went up, said Bialy. Bialy said he couldn't be more thankful that Kendrick did what he did. CBS Denver reports Kendrick Castillo was interested in computer information technology, was supposed to keep uh, competing in an event this weekend called Rods, Rods and Robots. Uh, Rods and Robots, sorry. The event has been canceled. Kendrick also had an internship set up. For starters, uh, for what it's worth, my condolences to the Castillo family. Uh, they obviously raised a, a fantastic kid. And um, I can, as a parent, and I, all of you out there who are parents know, can understand this, although hopefully you'll never know it, uh, there is no greater tragedy in any person's life than having your kid die, especially die pointlessly. And yet the thought that that that, that three kids stepped up and tackle these people that did the shooting is, I don't want to say, well, no, I do want to say encouraging. And and I say that from a utilitarian standpoint that may sound like misplaced macho. It's not. Fact of the matter is people who were, this this has been FBI, common knowledge from the FBI for decades, decades, since the 1980s. Uh, there were, there was in the 1970s. It was said when crime was peaking around the nation. By the way, especially in places like New York City and San Francisco, uh, the accepted wisdom was don't resist. If someone mugs you, back when muggings were a constant daily thing in places like uh, New York, San Francisco, so pre Giuliani, New York, of course, a cesspool of violent crime. Conventional wisdom at the time was just don't resist. They'll only hurt you if you resist. And and the FBI looked at this in the 80s and 90s and found out that, in fact, when a violent crime was underway, people who resist were a quarter as likely to die as people who didn't. And people who resist with lethal force, a.k.a. a gun, were one-seventh as likely to die as people who didn't resist at all. And I think about this when I look at the advice that people are given in corporate environments today, because I've worked at a number of organizations that have specifically done two things vis-a-vis mass workplace shootings. First is bar law-abiding citizens, even with carry permits, from bringing their guns to the workplace, and then advise their staff to run, hide, and as a last resort fight, which is not the dumbest thing in the world. It's just that fighting is a whole lot more fruitful when you can actually deal out more damage than your attacker can deal out or 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 present them with a threat to their life and livelihood and, and safety that's gr- as great as the threat they are presenting you. In fact, the very fact that you might be able to do it 
to present them that threat is enough to deter them from attacking in the first place in most cases. As we talked about last week, the the Crime Research Center has pointed out that not a single student has been hurt, much less killed, at a school district in the last 20 years that has allowed staff to carry permitted firearms. Allowed, mind you. Not required, not mandated, not given them a firearm. Just said, yep, somebody here in this building might be able to end you, Mr. Spree Killer. What do you think about that? And what they think about that is they'll go find some place that is undefended. At any rate, uh, my condolences to the Castillo family. Uh, you raised a great kid, and uh, it's not much comfort to you at this point, I'm sure. But uh, for those of you who are so inclined, I urge you to direct your prayers to the Castillo family, uh, their son. It's no uh, no consolation, but the kid died a hero. And uh, two of the heroes lived as well. And thank God for that. Let's talk more about the perps when we come back. Policies issued by American General Life Insurance Company, Houston, Texas. Not available in all states. For details, visit AIGdirect.com. Do you have a family? Would you like to help make sure they'll be taken care of if anything were to happen to you? If you answered yes, you probably need life insurance. Now, do you think life insurance is expensive? If you answered yes to that, too, you definitely need to give AIG Direct a call. We could find you a quarter of a million dollar policy for just $14 a month, which means you could save hundreds of dollars a year. Call us now for a free, no obligation quote. 1-800-930-2646. Since 1995, we've helped millions of people find out if they could save up to 70% on their term life insurance. See how affordably we can help you protect your family. Call AIG Direct now for your free quote. 1-800-930-2646. You could save up to 70%. That's 1-800-930-2646. 1-800-930-2646. I'm Jan Markell, helping you understand the times. God never sent Jesus to die for this world. That's right. Jesus died because he was 2,000 years too soon to bring about the end of the civilization of the Jews. Where is the left when it comes to racist statements by the likes of Louis Farrakhan? Farrakhan claimed that Jesus tried to end the civilization of the Jews. Democrats have occasionally embraced this man. Farrakhan said, God does not love this world. God never sent Jesus to die for this world. Farrakhan said Jesus was never on the cross. Leftists who let such radical statements go unchallenged should hear from their constituents. For more information, listen to our weekend program on this station or anytime at olivetreeviews.org. Hi, this is Nick Anderson, General Manager of AM1280 The Patriot. And I'd like to remind you to spend your money wisely and use our loyal marketing partners here at this great station. Many of our clients are local businesses who live, work, and play right here in the Twin Cities, and their success in business is our success. For a list of our loyal marketing partners, go to am1280thepatriot.com or call us at 651-405-8800. We thank you for listening and supporting our partners. Step into a Chet's-owned Red Wing store this season for non-insulated, waterproof, and water-resistant footwear. Need new boots for summer work? Check out our variety of steel, aluminum, and composite safety toe options. Don't forget our selection of regular toe footwear either. Too busy with projects this season to get to the store? Ask us about our mobile shoe service, where we bring the store to you. Or stop in to see us in Columbia Heights, Coon Rapids, Circle Pines, Bloomington, and St. Cloud. Work is our work. AM twelve eighty the Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Six five one two eight nine four four eight eight. The number to call. Hey don't forget join the Patriot Freedom Fan Club sponsored exclusively by Lucky Station, it's the official loyalty program of AM twelve eighty the Patriot and F one seven point five the Patriot right here in Salem Twin Cities. Go to AM twelve eighty the Patriot.com, sign up, do it, get with it, and 
Enjoy! You're one of the cool kids. Talking about the shooting this past week, the would-be mass shooting in Colorado that was thwarted by the kids. And I'll tell you, as someone who has spent the best years of his life raising kids and shepherding them through the public school system, I worried justifiably about uh, what (laughs) the schools were teaching the kids and, and what they were learning from the generations around them. And this past week showed us plenty to worry about and plenty to have faith in. We talked about the the aspect of faith uh, in the first segment here. Uh, Kendrick Castillo, who died, but died as a hero, for whatever good that does if you're the parent. Uh, and two other students who lived and uh, tackled the two shooters and, and prevented them from killing uh, the rest of the students, which is different than what kids are taught to do these days. Although, if you look to the history of school shootings, you will find quite a number of these episodes, and I've spoken about them on the broadcast in the past. Uh, we, there was an attempted shooting in Portland, Colorado, uh, Portland, Oregon, 15, 20 years ago, where a high school wrestler slammed a would-be shooter into a stairwell and pummeled him pretty hard until the cops took care of things. Uh, nobody died in that one, I don't believe. Uh, another episode uh, a few years ago where a teacher tackled a middle school student who had uh, not killed anyone, wounded two, including the teacher, but everyone lived. Resistance of any kind seems to be better than nothing because these people, I use that term in the strictest biological sense, uh, count on defenseless cowed victims. And resisting does carry risks. There were people at the Pulse nightclub who tried to attack uh, Omar Mateen and died trying. Not to say there's no risk. Not to say it always works, but we've seen it happen more often than not. And we saw it happen uh, at the STEM school in in Colorado this past week. Kendrick Castillo and and two other students tackled the shooters. This is the best of what this generation offers. And we can hope for for less need for that uh, in the future. And in fact, we can work for less need for that in the future. We'll be talking about that in an upcoming segment of this hour here, because a good part of our body politic has it completely wrong. We'll come back to that. The latest generation, however, does offer us grounds for concern, because as we have seen in shooting after shooting of these, these school shooting episodes in recent years, many of them are copycats. And in fact, a couple of weeks ago, we passed the 20th anniversary of the Columbine shooting. And on that anniversary day, April 19th, sure enough, someone went out trying to do a copycat killing and was apprehended before she, yes, it was a girl, could carry out the uh, the assault. Whether this was episode, the episode in Colorado was a uh, copycat event or not, we don't know yet. Berg's 19, uh, 18th law is still in effect. We don't know. And uh, goodness knows the American media is not going to tell us. But from what we've seen so far, uh, I'd like to juxtapose what you're reading here with what DFL politicians have been calling for out of pure knee-jerk uh, narrative mongering over the past week. This from NBC News in Denver. One of the students accused of opening fire in a Denver area school, killing one student, wounding eight, eight other people, bullied younger kids, and would make jokes about shooting up the school, students said. The suspected shooter, Devin Erickson, quote, would whisper, like, get really close and kind of put his arm around you and whisper in your ear, don't come to school tomorrow, said Kevin Cole, a former student of STEM school Highland Ranch, during an interview on the Today Show. Erickson, 18 years old and a juvenile, who police identify as a girl but who prefers male pronouns, are accused uh, of entering the K-12 school with handguns on Tuesday. NBC News is not identifying the junior uh, juvenile suspect. We'll come back to that. Uh, one student said uh, today, told today that the scene which unfolded was chaotic. We heard yelling, et cetera, et cetera. And it, documents obtained by NBC affiliate KUSA in Denver show that a parent warned school officials of a, quote, repeat of Columbine months before shots were fired Tuesday afternoon. 
In November 2018, a school district director sent a letter to Highland Ranch Executive Director Penny Euchre saying that a district official had received an anonymous call from a Highland Ranch parent expressing concerns about the school and accusing administrators of a wide range of misconduct. The parent said the school suffered from, quote, an extremely high drug culture, student violence due to a high-pressure environment, and the uh, parent also reported bullying, safety issues, instances of sexual assault, and uh, a recent bomb threat. The individual called it the perfect storm, groupthink, and students who are susceptible to copycatting, the letter said. The individual expressed concerns about a repeat of Columbine or Arapaho, the, another school shooting in Colorado in recent years. Twelve students were killed in Columbine, and uh, one student died at a shooting at Arapaho High School in uh, December of 2013. The shooter also turned the gun on himself. The concerns expressed by this individual very seriously need to be looked into to the extent possible, the letter to Euchre said, adding a request that they be apprised of your investigation and conclusions. In other words, the warning signs were there about the school culture in general and about the specific students involved. Now, before we move on to the other student, let's just recap what just happened here. We have a student here who is proof who's showing the exact sorts of signs that students get suspended from school at the very least for joking about these days and we'll come back to that in a moment in the wake of the shooting this past wednesday and thursday you had the the the, the, the specter of dfl politicians in minnesota saying this just shows the absolute importance of passing the, the, the bills that they have been pushing uh, in, in, in Ray gun control here in the Minnesota legislature, the universal registration and red flag gun confiscation bills. Here's the thing. Colorado has had both of those measures and much more in place for half a decade now. They passed them in the early 2010s. They wouldn't have affected either of these students because you can't legally get a gun when you're a juvenile or even 18 in Colorado. And in fact, they did not. The guns were stolen, handguns, mind you, from the parents involved. So when DFLers yap that we need to pass their raft of legislation, always ask, what would this have done to avert the tragedy that just occurred. Colorado has red flag gun confiscation laws. Didn't happen. The school district didn't follow up. Law enforcement was never apparently told to follow up on the very real threat, which became real this past week. NBC News wouldn't identify the student because the student was a juvenile. Uh, the London Daily Mail in the U.K., uh, has some more details, however, on the juvenile. Uh, Alex McKinney uh, had a father who was an illegal immigrant from Mexico, was jailed for domestic violence and deported twice, with his son posting how he missed him just days before the massacre, the attempted massacre. fellow's name is Jose Evis Quintana. He's 33 years old. He was jailed for a little over a year for domestic violence against McK uh, Matthew McKinney's mother, uh, Alec McKinney, I'm sorry, Alec McKinney's mother, uh, Morgan Lynn McKinney, and, quote, menacing with a weapon, end quote. Despite terrorizing Morgan, the mother, he convinced her to marry him in 2009 in Colorado. He was deported back to Mexico in 2010, and Morgan, who has three children, including Alex with Quintana, divorced him in 2015. Uh, Quintana illegally came back to the country and was deported again in 2017. Now, whatever Jose Evis Quintana's uh, issues, he didn't pull the trigger. His son did. But what we're seeing here is two sets of pathologies. A boy growing up in an exceptionally unstable home with an absentee father who had mental illness, clearly had uh, mental illness issues of his own, and the other student, a girl who identified as a boy uh, and preferred male pronouns, be that as it may, who clearly was aiming <clears throat> himself towards this event. 
The warning signs in one case couldn't be any more plain. They are the sort of warning signs that get kids suspended, get cops involved, get families gone over with a fine-tooth comb by social services. And yet it didn't happen. All the gun control laws in the world wouldn't have prevented this because everything involved was either foreseeable or illegal, the theft of the guns themselves. Let's talk more about Minnesota's reaction to this atrocity this past week. Atrocity, both the part of the shooters and the authorities who let it happen. More when we come back. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 12A, The Patriot. Hi, my name's Christina Stumble, and I own Farm Girl Flowers in San Francisco. With my Spark Cash Card from Capital One, I earn unlimited 2% cash back on all my business purchases. Last year, I redeemed $115,000 in cash back. Yeah, $115,000. And that doubled our digital marketing budget for the summer. Thanks to my Spark Card, we had our best summer yet. Imagine what the Spark Card from Capital One could do for your business. What's in your wallet? Real Capital One customers pay for real stories. Credit approval required. You're a do-it-yourselfer. You fix things around the house, take care of the yard, wash your car, and on top of it all, run your own business. But wow, when it comes to digital marketing and advertising, things aren't so do-it-yourself. You need results and just aren't getting them on your own. Salem Surround will get you results. We know digital marketing and how to deliver customers so you can run your business. Using every digital marketing tool possible is a necessity to compete in today's business world. But you have to know about all the options. Our team at Salem Surround has the expertise to manage all your digital marketing under one roof. Get started with a free evaluation of your digital presence and some great ideas to increase your online visibility and most importantly, revenue. There really are no limitations on how and where you can reach customers with Salem Surround. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more by logging on to surroundmsp.com. Surroundmsp.com, connecting you with new customers. Our newest on-air host is visiting the Twin Cities for the first time. Join us for Dive In, dinner and discussion with Dr. Sebastian Gorka at Minnesota Zoo's Discovery Bay on June 15th. Details at am1280thepatriot.com. I'm a trained lawyer. I went to law school, and I have found that has actually been a disadvantage. My name is Alan. I am a current student at the OTA office in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Uh, I'm a retired district court judge, and when I decided to retire, I'd always had an interest in financial markets. I had done quite a bit of research, read up on OTA a lot. I think I had a pretty good idea of what to expect. The actual class itself was more impressive than I even anticipated. I mean, after I attended that half-hour class, I was absolutely 100% sold. It's almost like a light bulb goes off. You start following your rules. You recognize the mistakes you shouldn't uh, make, and you stop making them. I feel like I've actually turned a corner. I'm actually on a great path. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to do this. And I think a lot of people get scared away from the financial markets because they don't think they're smart enough, and nothing could be further from the truth. Call OTA at pound 250 on your cell phone for a free investing workshop or register at Learn with OTA. Need a roof? JTR Roofing. Need siding? JTR Roofing. How about windows? JTR Roofing. The name's not big enough. It should be JTR Roofing, Siding, and Windows. They'd rather have a name that's too small than a price that's too big. For a free estimate, go to RoofWithJTR.com. That's RoofWithJTR.com. AM 12A, The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Remember, dive in, dinner and discussion with Dr. Sebastian Gorka. Coming up June 15th, just a little over a month off. We got uh, we got tickets available still. However, not for the Narn Table. That just sold out this past week. The Gorka Table for dinner, that's also sold out. But you can still find some... Uh, Tickets for the Gorka meet and greet. That's uh, pre-dinner and a photo op with Dr. Gorka. And, of course, there's tickets left for dinner itself without the meet and greet. But you can still join the party. And it should be a great time. It's at Discovery Bay, which I am dying to see. I heard amazing things about the venue. I mean, this is going to be fun. One way about it. 
There's still tickets available for dinner and, of course, the dinner in Gorka meet and greet. Go to am1280thepatriot.com. Click on the Dive Into a Sebastian Gorka link. And we'll get you hooked up. I'll wave hi from the Narn table where the cool kids will be sitting. Am I right? Of course I'm right. 651-289-4488. I just wanted to make it to the post. And I did it. <laughs> Join us, won't you please? Dinner and diving in with Dr. Sebastian Gorka. And by the way, after the last week's appearance, you no know, Speedos and a Trident not required, uh, required attire here. Although, don't let me crimp your style. I mean, do whatever you need to do here. 651-289-4488, the number to call. You can also join us on Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's N-A-R-N Show, N-A-R-N Show. The... We're talking about the shooting this past week in Castle Rock, Colorado, and as we have found both of the kids involved, a uh, a juvenile with a exceedingly uh, fraught family life, including an illegal immigrant father who had spent quite some time brutalizing his mother and spent time in jail, ergo growing up fatherless or with a terrible father, depending on your point of view, uh, and then a girl who identified as a boy and apparently was a bit of a bully. I mean, threatening in hearing the description. Uh, and again, I'll just repeat this. I mean, as one of the this the students would say, said, quote, Devin Erickson, quote, would whisper, get really close and kind of put his arm around you and whisper in your ear, don't come to school tomorrow. That gives me the creeps. I'm a grown-up. I've seen some of the dregs of society up close, and that gives me the creeps. So don't tell me that the only way to prevent episodes like people like this deciding to copycat other spree killers is is attacking the law-abiding gun owner. You cannot say that there weren't other indicators that we could have keyed on for this, this horrible episode. And, And I think the kids know it. And this is the other part that gives me some hope for the future out of this episode here because after after the the parkland shooting now the students and survivors of parkland uh broke out on both sides of the issue some uh some students and some family uh family of, of victims of parkland came out very much against gun control in fact uh some of the in fact that in fact the florida state legislature uh i'm sorry the florida state uh, parkland review committee uh, actually advocated arming more teachers, arming more school staff, and, and, and facilitating the notion of not just resistance, but deterrence of these episodes. And that committee included families of Parkland survivors. Of course, big gun control, the Moms Demand Action, Every Town for Gun Safety, uh, gun grabber crowd financed by Michael Bloomberg and other plutocrats with deep pockets, I guess that's redundant saying, other progressive plutocrats who are pouring millions of dollars into the issue, they're the ones who get the media. They're the people who have foisted David Hogg upon us. And yes, David Hogg did survive an unspeakably horrible event. But so did every other student there. And many of them have come out very much against David Hogg and the other Parkland students that have been flown around the country on Michael Bloomberg's expense over this last year. And they're getting no media whatsoever. But even our media couldn't ignore this. Survivors of the STEM school shooting held a walkout, spontaneous walkout of a vigil for their studying classmate Wednesday night, the day after the shooting, in protest of politicians and other groups using it as a platform to jam down gun control laws, a local report said. The students from the STEM high school, uh, where two gunmen killed a student, wounded eight of them on Tuesday, uh, began yelling from the stands that they wanted to be heard after two politicians and a pro-gun control, a set of pro-gun control advocates addressed the crowd, according to KUSA in Denver. They then got up and walked out of the vigil after Democratic Senator Michael Bennett and Democrat Congressman Jason Crow addressed the crowd. According to the Denver Post, the kids chanted mental health, mental health, and hurled expletives at the media, according to the report. 
And, and after all that I've said about the school system and the generation that's in school today and, and the kids of America today, I have to say, I feel just a little bit proud of these kids. No, I feel a lot proud of these kids because somehow in a school system, in an educational academic orthodoxy that is completely cut critical thinking and independent thought out of the curriculum, yet these kids manage to think critically and independently and make the right decision. Quote, what happened at STEM is awful, but it's not a statistic. We can't be used as a reason for gun control. We are people, not a statement, one student said, according to a video from KUSA in Denver. Speaking for the lone fatality, 18-year-old Kendrick Castillo, another student said, quote, we wanted Kendrick to be mourned. We wanted all of you to join us in that mourning. But that wasn't allowed here. We all walked out. We were not kicked out. Oh, yeah. There were people who reported this as if the students involved were being kicked out. Let's make no mistake about it. This nation needs fewer tragedies, and we could have had fewer tragedies if the signs before each of the major school shootings of this past several years had been heeded. Columbine came as no surprise to people who knew Harrison Klebold. The Parkland shooter, Nick Cruz, was well known to law enforcement. Omar Mateen, who shot up the Pulse nightclub, the gay bar in, in, uh, in Orlando, was known to the FBI as a loose cannon, a ticking bomb. And the two students who carried out this massacre, they were known to the authorities. This could have been prevented if prevention, using existing laws, were on the agenda. By the way, the laws needed to prevent tragedies like this here in Minnesota, where we have not passed universal gun confisc- uh, universal registration and red flag confiscation, are in place. Red flag laws are completely redundant in the state of Minnesota and most states because with due process, if you see that someone is an actual danger to harm themselves or other people, you can get them held. You can get a three-day psychiatric hold, which could lead to, with due process, in court, to a longer hold if necessary for people who are of genuine danger to themselves or others. Do courts ever make mistakes? Yes, they do. But not going to court, as we saw in Colorado this week, leads to tragedies as well. Tragedies that would not be averted in any way by leaning on the law-abiding gun owner, which the victims, the students, understood as a group. I can't tell you how proud I am of, of, of so many of these students not only jumping the shooters, doing, doing themselves with their bare hands what the police in Parkland couldn't do armed to, to one degree behind the special forces fashion curve. They did what the SWAT team couldn't do at Columbine even though they were running around in full battle rattle for four hours. They did what a lot of law-abiding civilians do, end mass shootings. I've been documenting them for years at shotinthedark.info. Citizens armed and unarmed, armed with firearms, armed with their bare hands, armed with anything in between, have ended more than their fair share of mass shootings. In fact, Dr. John Lott at the Crime Research Center has documented quite a number of these episodes. Citizens, especially armed citizens, have a phenomenally good record at ending these events, especially given the percentage of citizens who are armed on a day-to-day basis. Clearly, that does not include students. Clearly, not in Colorado. 
The fact that the students got up and walked out of what was turning into a campaign rally for Moms Demand Action and every town, in my you know in my own way, makes me even prouder. Team Enough and Moms Demand Action helped promote the Wednesday evening gathering, and more than a hundred students and several hundred parents from the STEM school packed into the gymnasium bleachers, hoping to find community. And catharsis. But after sitting through, by the way, this is from the Daily Beast, sitting through remarks by Representative Jason Crow and Senator Michael Bennett and realizing the program was centered around changing gun laws, students who had hoped to speak lost patience and walked out en masse. This is not about us. We can do our own vigil, one student remarked. Students from Team Enough said the event was organized on such short notice they were unable to find a way to include STEM students in the program. Quote, I feel terrible. They just did not feel represented. I get it said Laura Reeves, a volunteer with Moms Demand Action who spoke at the vigil. Let's take them at their word. They didn't have time to include the students involved. Well, then it's not a vigil. It's a pep rally for gun control. Kudos to the students of Colorado. I'm not going to try and make political hay out of the ordeal you went through and of the actions you just did. I know many of you students may not share my points of view on every issue. But the fact is... You did right on Tuesday and Wednesday of this past week, and I thank you for that. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 12A, The Patriot. AM 1280, The Patriot. Blue Ox Heating and Air. Right now at Blue Ox Heating and Air. BOGO. Buy one, get one free. Buy one high-efficiency furnace and get one air conditioner free. Plus financing available with 18 months no interest. Some restrictions apply. Call for complete details. Offer ends May 15. BOGO. 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 Blue Ox Heating and Air. Legendary service, install and repair. We'll fix anything with legendary care. Relief Factor is made from high-quality fish oil and essential nutrients. Gives your body the help it needs to aid fighting recurring aches and pains. When life's aches and pains get you down, you need relief. Physicians made Relief Factor as an essential way to support the body's fight against aches and pains. It's a remarkable product. It has worked. I only endorse it because it helped my wife with her knee pain. I didn't even know she was taking it. Then when it was mentioned, she said, oh yeah, this stuff is is like magic. Look, there are people who've told me they've postponed or delayed or simply negated surgery because of Relief Factor. That's how powerful it is. Go to www.relieffactor.com, that's relieffactor.com, or call 800-500-8384, that's 800-500-8384. This remarkable product is called Relief Factor, relieffactor.com. It may not require a textbook, but it's filled with valuable lessons. It may not take place in a classroom. But it's an ideal environment for learning. It may not involve a diploma, but it can help prepare Minnesota's young people for life. It's high school sports. High school sports can play a critical role in a student's overall education. In fact, studies show that students that participate in high school sports are more likely to enjoy greater levels of achievement in their academic lives. If you think high school sports are only about competition, think again. Better yet, Think about attending a high school sporting event in your community. You'll be amazed by what you see. High school sports. A winning part of a complete education. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. If it was 1990, you'd be listening to your favorite radio station on a bulky boombox that burns through D batteries faster than you can say, you've got mail. Thankfully, it's the 21st century, and there are much better alternatives. For example, just ask Alexa to tune in. Alexa, play the Patriot Minneapolis. It's time to throw out that old beeper and get with the times. Listen to your favorite AM 1280 to Patriot hosts in high quality with Alexa and Amazon Echo. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network, 
651-289-4488, number to call. You can also join me on Twitter at hashtag NarnShow, N-A-R-N Show, short for Northern Alliance Radio Network. I'm going to talk a little bit about the uh, sounding off the, uh, the way some Minnesota representatives have uh, reacted to the, uh, the shooting at the STEM school and the time we have remaining at the, before the top of the hour after, which we'll be talking with Liz Mayer uh, about the electric, electric vehicle tax. But first, let's go to the phones. Shoreview, Bob, you're on the Northern Alliance. Go right ahead. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to mention that United Airlines Flight 93 on September 11, those people resisted. They fought back and they prevented the hijackers from carrying out their murderous plot. But I also wanted to ask you, do you think when we removed the Ten Commandments, one of them which says you shall not commit murder from the schools, that that has anything to do with violence in the schools? And do you think that the teachers who are mostly left-leaning, when they teach that abortion is okay, that it's okay to kill a human being in the womb, won't these kids that aren't reasoning correctly start thinking that, uh, well, if it's okay to kill a human being in the womb, then it's okay a few years later when they're older? I think there's a certain amount of devaluation of human life involved in abortion culture. I do believe that. I also believe the fact, I don't know so much about the posting of the Ten Commandments in schools, but I think the fact that teachers and schools schools in general aren't teaching a fairly coherent moral code, a fairly coherent set of right and wrong, uh, certainly doesn't help, and and the Ten Commandments are nothing if not that. I mean, Dennis Prager has spoken about that at great length with great eloquence. And so, whether or not there is a Ten Commandments a set of Ten Commandments, uh, all ten of them, uh, posted in the school or not, I think that's a symptom of a much larger problem, which is that modern leftism is cut adrift of any moral basis. It believes that humans themselves are perfectly capable of providing their own moral anchor. History shows that to be a dangerous delusion, but if there's anything you can count on with big left is that dangerous delusions don't seem to phase them much. 651, by the way, great question. Thank you very much. 651-289-4488. So, uh, in Minnesota, we have a DFL that is bent on gun control, and they're taking off the gloves. They don't even bother uh, noodling around the fact that they have uh, that they, they are coming for your guns. Uh, this past week, Representative Kelly Moeller, who is a huge step down from Randy Jessup up in the Shoreview area, uh, responded to a, a woman from uh, Moms Want Action uh, saying, uh, thanks to Kelly Moeller for standing up against gun violence. Ninety percent of Minnesotans support mandatory criminal background checks on all gun sales, including those at gun shows and private sales, says Jessica from Moms Want Action. Of course, if that were true, the Democrats, uh, the DFL would have passed both of their gun grab bills without having to wrap them up in an omnibus bill. So the poll, which is a poll of self-selecting poll of people who are largely motivated to vote on gun control issues is garbage and the numbers show it by the way you can see the numbers in the responses that legislators are getting uh suffice to say dfl legislators are getting tired of hearing from all us pro-gunners uh sorry not sorry Kelly Moeller responded to Jessica on Facebook saying, and there was another school shooting today we must act our children are depending on us uh she said Apparently ignorant of the fact that Colorado has had both of the laws, universal background checks, uh, registration, essentially, and uh, red flag confiscation orders for years, since long before Kelly uh, Muller got into politics. Well, that couldn't be, that's bad enough right there. But not content to leave bad and ignorant enough alone. John Lesh, speaking of bad and ignorant, uh, sounded off. Thank you for leading with this, uh, Kelly. Your integrity and your voice echo measures above those of the child murder apologists. Let me back up and say that again. Your voice echo measures above those of the child murder apologists. Now, I've never had much good to say about Representative John Lesh, and I'm not going to start. 
But even for him, this is a new low. Child murder apologists. Though this, of course, for a guy who reliably votes to fund Planned Parenthood. So he is, in fact, a child murder apologist. But referring to people who support the law-abiding citizens' right to keep and bear arms and people who want, like our legislature, to focus on measures that actually, you know, affect crime and have done it successfully, by the way, since violent and gun crime in Minnesota is at one-third the rate it was 25 years ago when John Lesh was in high school, college, whatever, not learning enough. Child murder apologist. Nobody's ever accused John Lesh of being an especially smart man. He doesn't have to be. He's in, in, in the most dismal, moldy blue swamp of a DFL district there is. 66B, the north end and the lower east side of St. Paul. The place with the lowest voter turnout in Minnesota. Why would you turn out when your only option is John Lesh? Call me a child murder apologist in my face, you little twerp. You disgust me, John Lesh. And I'll say it to your face. I look forward to the opportunity. Piece of... Anyway, this is the DFL's response. And it's clear that they're speaking to a low low information voter base. But, of course, anyone knows, everyone in this audience knows that Colorado already has all of the bills that these morons are stumping for. John Lesh is, wor- uh, by the way, John Lesh is worried about a challenge from the left in his district. So he's trying to appear even more rigorously progressive and more violently anti-gun than he actually is in real life. Well, that's why he's calling you the law-abiding citizen, the person who has a clean criminal record and qualifies for a carry permit, a child murder apologist. This is... The Minnesota Democratic Farmer Labor Party in 2019. This is what they think of you, Mr. and Mrs. Middle America. Go ahead and soak your brain in the hatred that they are giving you. 651-289-4488. When we come back, Liz Mayer joins us talking about the electric vehicle tax. Go away. Don't go away. We're halfway there and still the fun just beginning. following is a true story. My name is David Bryant. When I was 37, my wife and I decided to get term life insurance through SelectQuote. Just three years later, I was diagnosed with ALS, also known as Lou Gehrig's disease. Because of life insurance, the people I love most in this world will be protected no matter what happens to me. I know that the dreams I have for my family can still come true. Financial security, to stay in the home we became a family in, and for our children to be able to go to college. I reached out to SelectQuote because I wanted to share my story. If just one person purchases life insurance, I know I will have made a difference. SelectQuote can find a 37-year-old male a $500,000 policy for under a dollar a day. If there are people you care about, you need life insurance. It may be the single most important financial decision of your life. Don't put off protecting your family. Get your free quote now. Call 800 671 that's 800-671-7070 800-671-7070 or go to selectquote.com this is a paid endorsement get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials not available in all states center of the american experiment is pleased to announce that candace owens will be the keynote speaker at their 2019 annual dinner candace owens is the founder of blexit a movement dedicated to driving conservative principles into urban communities. Center of the American Experiment's annual dinner will be held at the Hilton Minneapolis on Saturday, May 18th. For more information and to purchase tickets, visit AmericanExperiment.org. That's AmericanExperiment.org. Don't miss Sandvold Financial Group's Money Talks radio show, here every Sunday morning at 9. Sandvold Financial Group is independent of Questar Capital Corporation, member FINRA, SIPC, and Questar Asset Management. 
everyone's talking about Better Together. The exciting new talk show by women and for women airing daily on TBN Television Network. Join host Lori Crouch and some awesome women of faith in action. Better Together is a fast-moving 30 minutes of honest, engaging conversation about all sorts of issues. Each day, Lori welcomes popular women in ministry, music, entertainment, and more. It's good friends like Christine Kane, Victoria Osteen, Mandisa, Lisa Harper, Cece Winans, Holly Wagner, and many more. Let's face it, life comes at us at a fast and furious pace, and we're not meant to go it alone. We all see our world a little more clearly when we experience it with those of like mind and spirit. That's what Better Together is all about. Living, loving, and growing in God's grace together as friends and family. Join Lori and Friends weekdays at 1.30 p.m. Eastern, 10.30 a.m. Pacific for Better Together, exclusively on TBN. And follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Better Together TV. Your first year of Christian school is half price through TwinCitiesTuitions.com. If you see public school as a negative influence on your child's faith, it's time to make a change. To find out more about our half price Christian school tuition program, visit TwinCitiesTuitions.com. AM 1280, The Patriot. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.